Hi, this is Susan Nethercote, and welcome to episode 18 of the Studio Insider Art Podcast. Today's episode was recorded back in February when I ran the daily painting challenge called Painting as a Practice. I'm very aware that the general landscape has changed quite significantly since then, with many of us social distancing and in quarantine while the COVID-19 pandemic plays out. So I hope this pre-recorded, rather jovial episode can bring you some joy if you're huddled up at home with your loved ones. I hope you enjoy the episode. In these episodes, I'll bring you deep inside my art studio practice and how I run my business as a professional artist. I'll be sharing loads of useful information about my tools, my materials, and of course, my mindset. But most of all, this podcast is about the ups and downs in this rather crazy life as a professional artist. So welcome inside my studio. I hope my journey can help you feel a bit more at home in your own. Hi, Steph. Hi, Suze. How are you going? I'm really good. I've been busy this week in the new painting as a practice community. Oh, my God. We're so excited about it. (laughs) (laughs) So tell, I feel like we need to dig into what that is. Oh, God. It's just been this most awesome, spontaneous eruption of painting exploration that's happened in the studio so where it started for me was I was feeling so stale and burned out this summer and so in Australia summer happens over the Christmas period of course and that's a really intense bit of the year anyway it's intense and I also and but often I'll like I'll go away on the family trip I'll have my sketchbooks I can't stop painting but this year I just felt like empty and uninspired and so we had most of January to have the kids home so I wasn't getting a lot of work done and I realized I I was I kind of reawakened a couple of my own kind of spiritual practices like more meditation and just trying to be with what was going on for me and figuring it out and I just I got hit with this inspiration. I often talk to people when I talk about my art, about how important my painting is as a practice. Yes. Now that stands out to me because I edit this podcast usually. Yes. And you've referenced that quite a few times. And I've not necessarily always, I, I can understand the benefit of it, but I don't didn't really understand what that looked like for you. Well, what it's looked like for me is because I have a really healthy, rigorous art practice and have done for a few years, I believe is the reason why I've been able to evolve a really authentic personal style that's very recognizable and it has a global recognition now, is a result of me making a lot of work over a period of time and being very free and fluid with that process. But I think what happened to me at the end of last year was, and it happens to a lot of artists, it's reflected back to me a lot, is I kind of just... I just was tired and burned out and I hadn't been feeling my well enough. So I wanted to reignite that because um, having having a regular art practice, it's like having any other kind of practice, whether it's a yoga practice or a meditation practice, anything that you do on a regular basis, it's repetitive, you generally do it in the same environment and you do it for the benefit of what it brings to you and often those benefits kind of reveal themselves over time mm-hmm. so it's not an instant gratification process having a practice is about changing making a long standing change and i guess it's that whole thing as well what is it that they say like it takes 
is it 20 something days to um, create a new habit? Is yes. it 21 or something? Yeah, I think so. I can't remember, but it's it, it goes along the same yeah. lines. It's You've got to repetitively do things to create a new orientation. But also that reminds me of the, you know, like the million hours to become an expert or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. 10,000 hours. 10,000 hours. The more yeah. you do it. It's just unavoidable. And I think in, in the instantaneous world of social media and these highly curated feeds that we're seeing out there, it kind of can look like people are just effortlessly producing these bodies of perfectly resolved work. I think that about you sometimes. I am guilty of it, which is partly why <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to create this challenge this month so was around not wanting to be perpetuating that because I recognize that that has been part of my journey in terms of my success in what I've been able to build particularly on Instagram with 60,000 plus followers and, and a global art audience which is fantastic but also I don't want to perpetuate this idea that it all just happened it actually came as a result of a consistent art practice mm-hmm. but what I lost, I think, last year was the sense of play in my practice, mm-hmm. which is what's doing this challenge, painting as a practice through February, was all about for me. Re-establishing a regular daily art practice, but centering it around a sense of play and exploration and there being no rules or no pressure to produce anything for a client or that had to be in any particular way, just an opportunity to unleash. So you've been doing it every day? Every day. And what does that look like for you? Like, when do you do that? When do you find uh, the time in your the day to do that? The same as my art practice in any other part of my life in stolen <laughs> moments. Like, I had grand illusions at the start that it would all happen in the morning before I cracked open my emails, which hasn't happened. And there have been several occasions. It's been, like, 6 o'clock at night and I'm halfway through stirring a pot on the stove and I come that... in here for 10 minutes to get something down on, on, on paper. So, yeah, it's not been easy because I love the idea of starting the day with that. Like starting the day. I do too. And I've tried to do it when I can. I've tried. But that's not the reality. Real life gets in the way. It does. You have a messy morning. The kids you do. Are not, you know. But this is why I call this a soft challenge, right? Yeah. In inverted commas. And I said this very clearly on social media when I started it. Was um, I didn't want it to become a whip. You know, I didn't want it to become, you know, people can miss a day. It doesn't matter. People can start on that 18th of February. It doesn't matter. There are no rules. It's really just about finding a little pocket of time to create something out of pure joy and spontaneity every day. I can't say every day has been filled with joy because some moments have been hard, but that in itself is part of an art practice, like moving through those uncomfortable moments. Yeah. And I think you said this before in the podcast, uh, in a previous episode, that sometimes it's those uncomfortable moments that are really powerful because it's it's the moment where something is trying to reveal itself to you and it doesn't it doesn't necessarily feel Oh like my gosh, I think those moments are everything. Mm-hmm. The way you negotiate those tough moments in your art practice in your life, uh, that is what is defining your life which is a huge statement, I'm aware. (laughs) But really, like, there are so many... I was actually having this discussion with another artist the other day. She's actually a teacher at my kid's school. Her name's Lauren Layton. She's been exhibiting some beautiful artwork uh, throughout the last couple of months at the Provincial, our local hotel. Hi, Georgie and Simon. Um, And 
we we said we had a real we had one of these moments she said to me do you ever find like that you you're making a painting and you just you get so upset with yourself because you're like I just stopped it like it was really good and I just I can't I've just wrecked it and then you go off and you're in a stormy mood and you know you're being mean to your family and and then you come back and you do one thing and it's finished and it's resolved and it was this one tiny thing now if that's not a let and I I said to her oh my god exactly because that is precisely what happens to me time and time again and if I didn't have an art practice where I negotiate my way through that moment every time and a voice in my head that's not dissimilar to a meditator that's watching themselves saying we know this moment this is the moment that's really uncomfortable and awful just before you resolve painting just go with it then I might just stop and never finish that painting which I think a lot of artists can relate to that moment yeah Mm. yeah you just want to throw it in the bin so it's the practice that enables you to move through that because you you encounter it over and over and over again you also said something just before about um painting in the stolen moments of life and I've always been really impressed by that because for me I can't necessarily get into flow that quickly do you think it's from your practice that you can you can do that a hundred percent a hundred percent because it's like a muscle and it's like over time I have developed this unwavering faith that when I pick up that brush and I'm and if I'm present with that canvas there is no making a mistake there's just the next move and with acrylic painting which is predominantly what I do you can just keep going you can Mm. just keep painting and painting and go over things and over things so it takes a lot of that pressure off it might a lot of paintings take a lot longer than other paintings Mm. for that reason Mm. but 100% that is how I am able to do that is because I have a practice and also the thing I love about those moments is I don't have time to think about it I do Mm. my best painting when I'm not thinking about it when I just be with the paint and I trust my process and you come to trust your process through having a practice so and this the thing that I've loved over the past month of doing the painting as a practice challenge that it's really just about having a daily a small pocket of time each day to create something just out of pure spontaneity and freedom no pressure doesn't have to be finished can be anything and what I've loved about it is and I can only say this I think I'm sort of we're just sort of getting toward three quarters of the way through the month I can see the threads of new ideas emerging for future work that I would not have come across had I not given myself space for play but space for play inside a container of regular practice enables you to produce enough of that work to identify what that thread is that's trying to emerge Mm. so it kind of creates a safe space for creative evolution that's interesting you say that because when i came into the studio today with some new work sitting out and you said oh i love it i've let myself make some bad art yeah which i thought was hilarious (laughs) because i don't think it's bad art at all but it's allowed you to do that without fear Yes, and and I've really enjoyed that space within my brain that's saying it doesn't matter. This isn't this isn't a commission. This isn't part of a collection. Yeah, it doesn't matter because I think 
and I think this is partly what probably happened to me by the end of last year with the burnout that I was feeling was there was no space for that my calendar was so full of commitments to commissions and other projects that it's like there's no space to breathe and no space to allow that creativity Mm. and that freedom to be in there and we all need to awaken that at times we all systematically shut it down I think when we go through intense creative periods whether we're producing a collection or commissions or whatever it is and I think we all need to build periods into our art practice as a business where we have spaces that are dedicated to play and freedom and art for art's sake and that's also partly because I paint for my own therapy as well Mm. and it's powerful it's so powerful it's so it's, it's if for the artists out there that are listening that have this experience with color and form that I do which is that something in my soul needs it it's the the expression of paint through my brush and my hands mm. heals things in me that have no words mm. and uh, and so I need to create space for that mm. on a regular basis to remain fresh and healthy not only as an artist but as a human I have so loved watching the pieces that you've been sharing they look like you're having so much fun and I'm not a painter I mean I'm a creative but I don't paint and it's making me want to paint that's so great you should paint just it just looks so fun I just want to you should totally do it and you are gonna get addicted (laughs) (laughs) there are worse addictions But, you know, you're also getting to see all the beautiful freedom of other people because we've, you know, Steph and I created the Painting as a Practice page on Instagram and you've been instrumental in that and actually curating that because I just couldn't do both. Um, But I've been watching it and I I just love it. Like, there's so much diversity and... It's been amazing. Like, I just, I think you've just hit on something that really resonates with a lot of people Mm. and like I say I'm not a painter but it makes me want to do it and I think it's this thing where it feels it feels so accessible where you can be anywhere in your experience or journey as an artist and do this like you don't have to have a business that's the whole point never picked up that's the whole point it's like it's about just letting yourself have creative freedom there is a reason that art therapy exists as a profession it's because it works. Yeah. It works. It, it is a powerful healer. It, it's just fun. <laughs> and there is something happens to you as a human when you say yes to a creative urge and you allow yourself to do it. Will you do it? Will you do, will you do a painting? Yeah. Yeah, I'll do a painting. Yeah. Let's yeah. do a painting in well, the next week. That'll be fun. I really want to hear how that feels for you. I reckon you'll be squealing with delight because it doesn't take much to make you squeal with delight. (laughs) (laughs) I'm very easily pleased. It's true. It's true. But something else that pleases me, back to the challenge, is, um, you know, uh, I'm helping you in the space of Instagram because it resonated so intensely with people they quite quickly became a bit overwhelmed. It did. So you separated that from your personal account and made it somewhere where you know the team can work in that mm. space and and manage that but also like the sense of community i know people are loving it it's really resonated for people oh and i gosh. just want to say i absolutely adored and loved the flood of people tagging me on my instagram and you know i was reposting as much as i could 
and it was just so beautiful but yeah it got to the point where it was like I can't actually manage the influx of yeah. people but that think, are responding to this. So I'm yeah. so wrapped. We've created its own home and yeah. space so it can grow and flourish because we really kind of feel like we've hit on a bit of a movement, yeah. don't we? I was going to say, I think that this is bigger than you. It but, is. No offense, it No, it should be. It should be yeah. because it's this is what it's about. Like, yeah. I think there are so many people out out there and I'm going to say women because it is predominantly yes, women there are is. a lot of there are some men but it's predominantly women that I often have reflecting back to me how much of their art making is bound up with their own personal healing journey whatever that might be or just about carving out space and time for themselves or whatever yeah, it is you yes. know um, and that's I think why it resonates and it is bigger than me because it's it's kind of primal yeah. Mm. Yeah, it's a movement. It's a movement. So this sort of has started fairly spontaneously. What's, I mean, I, I think it's really exciting that, um, you know, you're building a sense of community around it and it is really, like, just taking off and becoming its own thing. Do you have, a like, a vision for this? Like, are well, you going to keep yeah, doing yeah, it in your own I practice? Do. Like, what, what's... I certainly want to maintain a level of this practice. It may not be daily. I think I'll be taking weekends off after February, but I absolutely love that I've I've been creating space in the morning to loosen up in this way, and I really want to continue that as much as possible. But I think there's also... I think there's a course in this. I think there is a space i want to create a space where people can explore this further you know with some videos about some different mixed media approaches people can take with this mm-hmm. with some just you know this the materials that i use and how you can put things together so a little bit just a little bit of the how you how you do mixed media how you layer what you can and can't do if so you want like things to last a little bit of support and encouragement and yeah. education on this path but very much um as a container for allowing people to be on a journey to open up in that way but also with a very just a, not a huge focus but I feel like it inevitably ends up in this place when you have a practice it's kind of impossible to not eventually see threads emerging mm. from that practice and it's actually the most, I believe, it is the most authentic path to uncovering what your unique art style is. It's right. like, this is how you mine it. It's through practice. So I oh, think the course... Again? This is how you mine it? This is how you oh, mine wow. it out of yourself. That's yeah. so beautiful. It is like, yeah, like... It's gold. how you find the This nuggets. is the gold. This is how you do it. And, you know, it's been interesting. I've had a few, you know, through the podcasts that we've been recording over the last six months and also interviews and things I've done it keeps coming up like I get asked and it's and it's like I I do know the answer to that question of how you find your style so I'm going to create a course around painting as a practice that will help people to find that in themselves oh wow and it will be a gentle, beautiful, very nurturing space. It will not be a whip in any way because I don't believe in that (laughs) And yeah, I'm actually super excited to create it. So it's just kind of, it's bubbling away and we're slowly working on it, aren't we? Because it's become clear that there's so much gold here to share with other people. Yeah, I think, I feel like it's revealing itself. Yeah. 
And I'm taking my time with it and making it the whole process of creating the course a little bit of a practice because I do kind of want it to reveal itself in that really yeah. organic way so that it truly serves people in the way they need to be served. Yeah. Mm. Oh, absolutely. I can't wait to start building that yeah. with you because I feel like it's, I don't know, I feel like it's a really, oh, I don't know, almost like a mission, you know? Like yeah. it's something that needs to happen yeah Yeah. I feel that too that's a bit of a deeper purpose to it which for me I mean I haven't created any online courses probably for that reason because if I'm going to put something out into the world around teaching people around art on in an online space it really has to resonate deeply with me Mm. and I can't just put something out there that I don't 100% believe in Mm. the power of and I felt like until now I haven't been clear on that. But since doing this challenge this month, I feel so super clear. It's yeah. really nice. Yeah. Oh, how exciting. And yeah. what could be better than having your beautiful voice in people's ears every day? Like every time I edit this podcast. No, I'm serious. <laughs> it's like you sound so zen. I'm always so relaxed afterwards. <laughs> oh, that's so nice. You often say that to me. And yet you know how much I'm freaking out in the background. <laughs> actually want the course to to cover that too like for it to be a space where people can explore their anxieties and their blocks and the uncomfortable bits that you move through in an art practice because there are many and it's such a shame when people give in to those and don't find a way to gently move through them and make friends with those yeah I mean Laura's talked about this the Mm. the triggers to her she calls it him in a mean girl yes about that that moving Mm. through that is where the value is revealed afterwards. Absolutely. The breakthrough moments. Absolutely. Mm. Yeah. Wonderful. Yay. <laughs> Thanks for the chat, Steph. No worries, Suze. Always feel so much clearer about what I'm doing after I've talked to you. Oh, that's good. And to Laura as well. Yeah, of course. So nice. Okay. All right. Everyone, thank you. Bye. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to the Studio Insider Art Podcast. You can always see more of my art over at susannethercote.com and if you're interested in learning from me or checking out the podcast notes, you can find those over on susannethercotestudio.com. I love hearing your comments and feedback, so feel free to leave a review on your preferred podcast platform. And if you like what you're hearing, then why not take a screenshot of this episode and share it in your Instagram stories. Be sure to tag me at susan.nethercote so I can say hi. Catch you next time.